A gray-furred rabbit is lying dead in the streets of the Olympic Village. She's not dead, though. She's fine. Sonic the Hedgehog catches sight of her and rushes over. He cradles the rabbit in his arms. Her name's M. We're going to call her that. Everyone knows this. <laughs> in classic anime death scene style. M, what happened? Who did this to you? <laughs> Sonic. I ate the bad Garfield pizza. I ate it, and my tummy is dying. M, why would you do this? You know what Garfield eats does to people. I don't know. Why does anyone have a death drive? Okay, level with me, rookie. Are you having depression again? Yeah. I don't want to work at the merch shop anymore. It sucks shit. That's okay. I'll have someone else cover it. Thanks. I thought that since you didn't qualify for any of the events, you would feel better if you had something productive to do while we're at the Olympics. But admittedly, uh, settling with you a, with a retail job may not have been the best idea. I'm sorry. M looks like she's going to respond, but instead she coughs up a mouthful of blood. Whoa! Okay, buddy, let's go get you some Pepto-Bismol or something. Pepto-Bismol, it'll unfuck your tum-tum. Now available at Garfield Eats. So I'm Emery, my pronouns are they, she, he, this is fucking check out this guy, we're get, we're doing a fun one this week. I'll go, uh, I'm, I'm Spike, and I'm also here, I was also involved in what we were talking about, I think I'm... I might be responsible for that Garfield pizza. <laughs> I'm Elvid, my pronouns are they, he, she. Um, and I'm going into this one blind. I feel like I didn't do a very good... That wasn't my best Sonic, for that wasn't sure. Your but, best? you know, you get the idea. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was great. Thank you. Yeah, um, so so that was the, the ad read for day two? Uh, day three. Day three, okay. There wasn't an ad read on the first day, so that was the second one. So, you know, you're okay. pretty close. So we're talking about Reaper's Olympics, an interstitial campaign that I read, and all the various guys that went into that campaign. Uh, so I guess I, I don't want to, like, get too deep into the plot. I already have, like, a podcast episode out there on the Podcast Minds 100 episode uh, <laughs> collection uh, where I talk just, like, all about the plot for two hours. Uh, so, you know, that's there if you want to listen to it. I, I want to just focus more on the guys this time. But just to, like, basically summarize it... Um, so the the interstitial is like a game, a tabletop game inspired by crossover fan fiction. So my idea for this campaign was the Reaper's Olympics from The World Ends With You, a game where essentially all the contestants are dead and competing for the chance to return to life and just like sort of playing a bunch of games administer, you know, administrated by, you know, people called Reapers. Um and, uh, and, you know, so it's the Reapers game, but set in the world at Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. So, yeah, so that's the premise. I thought it was very good and very funny. It was. I wish I'd been there. 
uh so yeah uh our our player characters were um roger rabbit from who framed roger rabbit played by patrick uh future guest on the show Mm -hmm. assumedly we're definitely trying to get him um uh asriel dreamer who is a um like fan you know fan created alt universe version of asriel dreamer Uh, i think i think from the fiction or yeah from the fan work called dreamer reborn i think and this version of asriel is like come you know combined like using the amalgamate playbook uh sort of like sharing a body with frisk from undertale that matches my memory Uh uh-huh and the third one, Spike, why don't you tell us um, about that? the third one? So the, the third one was a very specific AU version of Dr. Eggman from Sonic the Hedgehog. Hell yeah. Should, should I get into like his backstory and how it diverges from the games? Uh yeah, let's go. Okay. Let's do it. We're here for we're here for the characters. We're here oh, for Baxter. Okay, so basically this is mostly based off of my own personal reading of Sonic and Eggman. Uh which is that uh in all the ways that actually matter, they are the same character. Mm-hmm. Um it it's that it's that particular kind of protagonist antagonist um mirroring of each other you know that they're both extremely good at what they're what they do they're both quick thinking they're both impulsive and they both will just rush into things uh without considering any other perspective so mm-hmm. that that was my starting place um Part part of the backstory was that um, he he was like he wanted to grow up to be like his, his hero and grandpa Gerald, but like he wasn't gonna bother with the entirely slow process of getting degrees. So he created uh, Eggman University. Um, that had as part of its, uh, rules that you could, um, test out of any class, but still get full credit for it. Mm-hmm. So, and this is an in-universe, this is a actual fully accredited, uh, university. Uh, so he has a variety of actual degrees. Great. Um, and so he, he was like, um, you know, climate change and all of that, that, that's really bad, but realistically, you're not gonna fix it in a lifetime. So, so fuck it. Let, let's go any means necessary. Um, we, and so things kind of proceed onward as they do in the games and uh Sonic the Hedgehog shows up and ruins everything repeatedly and he just then becomes hyper fixated on Sonic um and completely forgets uh yeah, the entire because, point of what he was doing because Eggman's uh solution for climate change is to imprison all the animals inside robotic bodies where they will be safe from the environment around them while it gets fixed. Yes, um 
Well, no, like, it's also those robots do a terraforming project that if they went through, mm-hmm. they would, like, kill all the animals in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if, so, like, if you are literally destroying the world so that you can terraform it back to being fixed, mm-hmm. um, you know, this was the, this was the method he came up with of, you know, doing, n- like not damaging and killing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, just use the animals as a power source. It's such an efficient solution. Good job, engineer brain. Yeah, yeah. There's there's nothing wrong with it at all. Yeah. So like, and so we like get to the modern games, and some of them happen, some of them don't. They don't happen in the same order. Um, mm-hmm. But um, like generations happens, and he learns about alternate universes. So he like he in- starts investigating those. So canonically in this uh, game, like he he knows of Kingdom Hearts. He knows of Sonic 06. Um, like, and then... He knows about Undertale, because he's played it. Yes, um, but that's <laughs> that's just normal Sonic the Hedgehog canon. Yeah, true. Um, it's, oh, yeah, um, the Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter takeovers, um, yeah, like, I, I treat them as, like, yeah, this is who these characters actually are. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Eggman plays Undertale. Shadow watches Kill the Kill. Yeah. It's all canon. Everything mm-hmm. is canon. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Shadow would uh, watch Kill the Kill. It's about him. So, so Elvier, uh, yeah, uh, w- what's your take so far? Actually, what is your experience with Sonic and or Twewi? My my experience with Sonic is that I listen to. Um, the Sonic Shuffle, <laughs> and that I've seen one Sonic movie. Um, <laughs> Perfect. So, so, yeah, so really, so. everything I—you could tell me anything about Sonic, and I'd say, right, okay. So now I've made a mental note: like, watch a Skillakil. This is canon uh-huh, for uh-huh. me because I don't know any better. Why would you lie to me? Mm-hmm. Hey, in Sonic the Hedgehog, there's a god that lives in the center of the earth, mm-hmm. and every 10,000 years it splits the world apart into like seven or eight pieces and destroys the whole damn thing. Sometimes spring cleaning gets a bit extreme. I understand that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and the only way to stop the evil god is for a good god who is just a fucking tiny little shit gremlin. Mm-hmm. You know what? Tiny little shit gremlins get the most work done. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, th- this is actually yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you're, you're know, trying to so- prove me wrong, but you can't. Yeah. So Sonic lore, we like it. Yes, yes. Um, I grew up on on it. Like I was, I was even part of the online Sonic community in the nineties. Um. So I got Sonic pilled real hard back in the day. Um, oh, 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 Elvier, did you know that there's a princess from another dimension who has fire powers? And, you know, you know, she she's from another dimension. Mm-hmm. She goes over to Sonic's dimension. You know, they're enemies at first, but then they become friends because Aww. Blaze learns to overcome her trauma around, like, her name is relating Blaze? to other people. Her name yes. is Blaze. That's great character design. I love she's that. She's purple. 
And then the next time we see Blaze, she is uh, not in her home dimension. She's 200 years in the future in a post-apocalyptic wasteland uh, fighting an evil earth-killing fire monster uh, who she seems to be connected to through her own fire powers. Mm -hmm. And she hangs out with history's greatest twink. Yep, Silver the Hedgehog. <laughs> I don't know who Silver the Hedgehog is. He's psychic powers. He time travel. He's yeah. nice. We like him. Mm -hmm. I've now Googled Blaze and wow, amazing. Great design. I can't believe I didn't yeah. know her before. Yes. I fucking love Blaze, mm -hmm. uh, as we're gonna get to. Alright. <laughs> um so so let let me finish up real quick, because it's it's basically just what leads directly into the campaign. Um, so, like, the plot of Lost World happens, except Eggman does not double-cross, uh, Sonic. Mm -hmm. Um, when he fakes his death, he just fucks off then. And he starts building the Interstellar Amusement Park, like, in colors. Sonic, Sonic and Tails show up, and, um, like, first encounter, they blow up the Eggmobile. He does not eject. He dead. He did. He, he did. That that's what happens when you don't eject. It sure is. <laughs> uh so at at mm -hmm. yeah, at this point, Elvier, I want to introduce you to the Reapers of the campaign. Oh. Uh why don't you take a look at that uh image I posted in host channel? Oh my god. <laughs> Can I watch You may have may or may not have seen this already, I don't know. So, uh, could could you describe what we got here? Can you just uh, sort of point at those little guys and uh, tell me what you're seeing? Um, <laughs> I'm seeing the Overlord Mar Mario is what I'm assuming. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm, I'm seeing Blaze in the coolest pose ever. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so obsessed with Blaze, I forgot everyone else. <laughs> I genuinely, I'm, I'm looking at, Blaze, I'm looking at the other ones, and I genuinely yeah. cannot put a name on them. I'm seeing a cool Star Wars... Is that a Jar Jar yeah. Binks t-shirt? Oh, it sure the fuck is. Oh, That's hell yeah. Is it Obi-Wan Obi Kenobi? Yeah. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, in a biker jacket, uh, wearing a Jar Jar t-shirt and a Stormtrooper belt buckle. Mm -hmm. And the cowboy boots. Mm -hmm. And the cowboy boots. Yes. With the tassels. With the tassels. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to call them what I would call them. Um, I'm gonna... They're fuck me boots. <laughs> 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 yeah. Is that intentional? <laughs> you know, I think I think Obi Wan is still abstinence, but you know, he is kind of a fuckboy. I don't know. He's a tease. He's uh -huh. a tease. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm seeing someone in the second coolest pose ever in green, and in general, once again, no idea. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm this so is, bad this at is recognizing. A this is this is a Digimon protagonist, and I should know the Digimon. Mm -hmm. He is a red hair anime boy in a green tracksuit, um, uh, with eyes that currently aren't uh, glowing red and ominously. 
So this is Ozora Eugene. He's one of the protagonists from F Monsters, and he's one of my favorite boys of all time. I get a pass for not recognizing him. He's so gay. He is uh-huh. He is so homosexual, oh. Elvir. Yeah. I know, I need to watch it. He wants to kiss Haru so bad. Yeah. Um, th- this is part of the pairing that they did an episode on We Rate Queer Bay, and my argument was that it that the show did not belong on We Rate Queer Bay because it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ca- you should have ca- done a Crape of Fools instead of Halo. <laughs> <instead of laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've we've talked about Eugene extensively on We Rate Queer Bay. Spike was there. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Yeah. And then we also have uh, Eugene's little partner, Offmon, who's just a baby in a big oversized coat and big hat. Love the hat. Mm-hmm. The hat yes. is amazing. Um, both I and Eggman love the hat. Both Eggman and I in real life have copied Offmon stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, so then we've got Neferpito from Hunter Hunter in 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 a real slutty outfit. It uh, is, they're wearing um, yeah, they're wearing fishnets and apparently no pants or anything. So I don't know if they're just hog out. <laughs> Who knows? I'm assuming yeah. I I didn't watch Hunter Hunter long enough to really know who this is. Neferpito is great. I like them. Those boots. Mm-hmm. Some fucking thigh highs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the sleeves or arm warmers. Like it, it yeah, 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 yeah. The sleeveless coat and then the arm warmers. It's it's a whole ass look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's looking extremely slutty in parentheses positive. Yes. Oh, and then who's that sicko on the bottom? <laughs> Is that I can't tell because it's upside down. Is, is it Wario? Uh, <laughs> Waluigi. That's, it's Waluigi. that's Waluigi. D- describe that Waluigi, please. I don't know. I think if I look at it too long, I'll get nightmares. Um, <laughs> uh, he's Waluigi. It's Waluigi with uh, red Judge Doom eyes mm-hmm. and wear you know wearing lingerie and big bazonger hong. Yeah, I'm, I'm yes. seeing the, the. He looks like he's about to grab his own. <laughs> 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 you know, can you blame him? <gasps> the waistline on this boy, though. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Is he bending so those- over or those his legs? Yeah. No, no, that's like he's like wearing a cloak. I don't oh, know. He's kind okay. of like, you know, fading around the midsection. <laughs> because like it's upside place. down. I thought he was yeah. bending over and just pushing his <laughs> boobs up. <laughs> I mean, he is pushing his boobs out, mm-hmm. but you know. Yeah. 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 Amazing, amazing uh, artwork. So, so uh, somehow Digimon looks the least gay in this. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the Reapers. They're, those are some of the, uh, you know, recurring NPCs throughout the campaign. Just like fucking aesthetically for this, I wanted to put like a bunch, I wanted to put like guys from a bunch of different series in it, but also just have them wearing like, the, you know, the fucking ridiculous ass Tokyo street fashion of like the world ends with you. Mm-hmm. So I had fun with these outfit designs. 
They are very good. You do like to draw them slutty, though. I'll say that. I sure do. I and I understand. Love to draw slutty outfits. It's great. Mm-hmm. God, the boobs. I, I've never commissioned you to to do a slutty outfit, have I? I don't think so. That's amazing. It really is. You should. You should. You should tell me to draw something slutty. Look, look. It'll happen. <laughs> Great. I mean, for this is hints at a future episode, I guess. Um, you remember the sneaking suit? Ooh, yeah, I think I do. I don't. And those aren't the only NPCs. That's true. Uh, yeah, there's like a shit ton of NPCs. There's like 20 plus of them. You see, I, I have I have this terrible tendency where um, I, I tend to be very maximalist about it. I was just like, hmm, could I put this uh, group of characters into the campaign? No? Well, I'm gonna do it anyway. So, think- like, I've got... <laughs> I've got Kirby in there. I've got Maximilian Pegasus. I've oh, got Master nice. Chief. I've got <laughs> I've got Gwendolyn from Mouse Guard. I've got Shadow the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, also more importantly, uh, as you heard in the intro, I've got M the Bun, who is my Sonic OC. Yes. Uh, I original cr- originally created her in Sonic Forces, so that's kind of you know her backstory. She. Uh, you know, fucking got traumatized in the war started by um, Eggman, or rather, uh, Neo Metal Sonic pretending to be Eggman in this world because mm-hmm. Eggman fucking died. Yes. So yeah, and then she like joined up the resistance and fucking fought the bad guy Infinite, who attained godlike powers through Neo Metal's experimentation and the Phantom Ruby. You know how it is. Uh, but then the thing is, after the events of that game, she got really depressed and kind of stopped, uh, you know, just, 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 just really fell off her game. Uh, you know, when it was time for the Mario and Sonic Olympics, she, uh, she, uh, you know, she she tried out for some events and just, like, failed all her qualifiers and, you know, just fell even deeper into depression. And Sonic was, as as you heard, Sonic sort of settled her with, like, a shitty retail job so she would have something to do. And and our first, our first mission was to obtain... Right, to get her to do her fucking job. Yeah, was, was to go and get the Knuckles pin from the Sonic merch shop. Which she was not attending in the slightest. So, so you wouldn't call it a success then? Oh, we, we failed the mission. Oh, you, they sure did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mission was to try, you know, try to um, psychically uh, transmit memes into M's uh, uh, consciousness, telling her to get back to work. And they, no one, like, all the fucking die rolls were so bad that episode. Things just, like, mm-hmm. got cascadingly worse, and yeah. somehow you all ended up in Garfield Eats, and you made eight pizza that made you sick. Yeah, um, that's another important NPC. Oh, Garfield. Yes. But not just normal Garfield. Gothfield. No. 
Yeah, sexy goth Garfield from Twitter. Of course he's sexy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking everyone is either, like, highly slutty or asexual in this campaign. I think I made the observation that there's, like, no middle ground. Yeah, um... um I think asexuals should be allowed to dress slutty. That's true. Em yeah. is dressed kind of slutty. I'll post what Em looks like. Yeah, and, um... Like, I remember that it was down to a dice roll um, as to wh- how Eggman was going to respond to uh, Gothfield. And it almost, mm-hmm. and it was almost that he fell in love with her. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what happened. He decided it's to not. hate her. Oh, mm-hmm. such a thin line. Yes, but it was it was down to a dice roll as to how that relationship uh, existed. Uh, so, so I just posted M's outfit for this campaign in the host chat. I hope you enjoy the level of sluttiness on. Display. I understand mm-hmm. that 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 he almost fell in love. It is a look. Yeah. Well, no, with uh, Gothfield. With Garfield, yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, well, maybe he should fall in love with him instead. <laughs> no, he did not fall in love with him, but he he did try to cheer him up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, like, this was very depression, Eggman. Also very depression, M. Yeah. Oh, you did a depression campaign. So uh, I sure did. Yeah. So so Eggman was like, "Well, I'm gonna try to um, cheer them up, and maybe that'll cheer me up." <laughs> it just failed spectacularly. Mm-hmm. Now I I know who the most important uh, NPC was. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I do not know how to describe that, describe them. Um, but it was Peppermint Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing name to start it off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I think Peppermint, yeah, Peppermint Steve is from Santa's village. Yes. Um, he, he, so he was in charge so of yeah. the union. He was in charge of the elf union. Um, and the thing about, uh, Santa's village is that, um, uh, Mario, the, uh, you know, the, the conductor slash, like, the head of the Reapers and overseer of the Reapers game, uh, wanted to bulldoze Santa's village to, to, uh, to build, like, more Olympic stadiums and more Olympic events. So, uh, Peppermint Steve, like, sort of, like, with the, you know, mimetic motivation of, um, you know, Dr. Eggman and the rest of the party, uh, fucking led the elf union to, uh, sabotage all the construction vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and that, that was when we had, like, uh, three different groups, um, mm-hmm. all yeah. end up there at the same time so there was Gwendolyn's group uh which we uh, befriended yeah pegasus's group who roger bribed into helping them yeah um and and, and then dr starline's group yeah um who we we 
we fucked up. Um, I, I noted that Dr. Eggman was aware of Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he had created a quote unquote keyblade, mm-hmm. which was just a keyblade shaped, uh, chainsaw. Um, and first reaction to knowing that there was a potential fight that involved Donald Duck was to immediately chainsaw him, um, out of the fight. Because <laughs> let your heart be your guiding chainsaw. Look, look, that is the most dangerous person uh, at the fight. Yeah, uh, Donald Duck is canonically the most powerful mm-hmm. mage in the Final Fantasy universe. Yeah. Um, he casts that a flare. Yeah, he he sure does. Oh, should should I, should I share what my uh, links were? Oh yeah, let's go. Let's hear. Okay, it. so so this is what it this is how it ended up at the end of the campaign. Um my light links were with Badniks, Frisk, mm-hmm. Azriel, Roger, of course, those make sense. Um Tails. The the dark links were with Donald Duck, Shadow the Hedgehog, and Toad. Mm-hmm. Ha- <laughs> I guess this will not make sense. I'm realizing if you don't know interstitial, um, mastery links with Haru from Digimon Atmon, uh, peppermint Steve, which was a, um, which was an immediate locked link, which meant he was super important. Mm-hmm. Um, one I'm skipping, um, Dr. Starline. And then the heart links were with M the Bun, Sonic the Hedgehog, Blaze, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Great. Good. One of the fun things about Interstitial is um it like if you have a strong connection with an NPC or or really a PC also. Um, is that you, you have these different categories of links, but you have to roll for them. And if you mm-hmm. roll poorly, then the GM. The GM just gives you a different one. Yeah, sometimes. So, um, some of these were not the intended relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, let's see. What was the stuff I, yeah, there, yeah, a few important things I wanted to talk about this episode with regards to this campaign. Um, gosh. Well, yeah, uh, M was really, really depressed. And, you know, aside from being like generally a very depressed character, like, uh, you know, I, I wanted to put my funny little Sonic OC in the campaign, you know, a campaign that is very heavy on like the Sonic characters. Uh, and, you know, I, I wanted to get M in there because she's fun and I like her. But, you know, also I didn't want to fall into like the, 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 tabletop thing of like the game master like having their like self insert you know oc like pet character just like being super cool and taking away attention from all the players mm-hmm. so i just i just the 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 sort of mission statement for m in the campaign was that like she has to be super depressed and she can't do anything useful or effective oh me in real life yeah. <laughs> yep 
Yeah. I think it went well. I think I did a good job. You did. You did. Uh, also, you know, just like how, you know, towards the end of the campaign, I started taking Wellbutrin, which was not going great for me. So I, uh, I really got to, uh, sort of, uh, uh, you know, channel some of that fucking energy into the character, you know, who like by the end of the campaign, like a bunch of like terrible shitty stuff kept happening to her. She mm-hmm. kept taking ills and like by the end of it is like, all right, fuck it. I'm going home. I know there's like gonna be a final boss fight later. I'm not I don't even wanna. I'm not even interested. I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> and you know, part of like the party's mission was to convince her to stay because like mm-hmm. they needed to get like everyone together in order to create a miracle and and defeat the final boss. And we did it. You sure did. Um <laughs> Can we talk about Luigi's? Luigi's? Yes, let's do it. So Multiple um, Luigi's? Um No, Luigi's Italian restaurant. Oh. Yes. Yeah, that um, makes more sense. So so we we were given an I think we were given like an off the books mission to to go there. No. Neferpito was just like, hey, you might want to, uh, you might want to check out this thing happening. Because mm-hmm. Neferpito, like, Neferpito's thing is that, like, they control puppets. So, like, you know, in, in, um, you know, in Hunter Hunter originally, this means they, like, control a bunch of human corpses that they can, like, you know, uh, sort of like you know m- maneuver and manipulate and like gather information mm-hmm. from but like i decided that like in the underground like their powers had evolved even further like to the point where they could like control insects and like uh, uh, you know some of the enemies that the party ended up fighting were like puppeted corpses of um of Mario enemies, so yeah. just like fucking dry bones and like zombie goombas and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an aesthetic, uh, yeah. and yeah, so like Neferpito's thing is that they just like know what's happening, like at all times throughout you know the underground. So, um, so they were like, Hey, something's funny, something funny is happening at Luigi's tonight, mm-hmm. you should go check it out, yeah. Um, so I had um I had done Mario Kart that that day where where I I got to see like the one character that I had history with and respect for. Yeah. And immediately misgendered her. <laughs> yeah, so uh as, yeah, as like part of his character write up, uh Spike said that um you know Eggman was, like, pretty much friends with no one, had, like, no positive relations, but, like, you know, was, you know, held, like, held, like, a reg- a level of respect for Tails. Uh, so I was like, great, I'll put that in my back pocket, that mm-hmm. I, w- I will use this later to create drama. And I did. Yeah. Um, so, so that happened. There was a whole thing with Shadow, um... And Eggman. Oh, what one thing? No one knew who we were. That that was part That's of true. that was part of the Reapers game. Uh, was that you were not recognizable to anyone? 
because yeah, um, you know uh, this this game like necessarily has like a lot of dead people interacting with living people so i was like hmm how do we reconcile that mm-hmm. uh people just can't recognize you. yeah so uh, so i tried to get shadow to either recognize me or shoot me in the head and, and the thing about that rule is that it kind of sucks and is restricting and limiting so <laughs> the characters are just allowed to break it if they roll good yeah so 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 that happened um so when we went to luigi's eggman was like oh i have all these characters that i'm potentially becoming friends with and we're going to a restaurant so i will invite them but he was also feeling very bad and stopped at a at a service station or or like a quickie mart type deal and he 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 bought a box of of mints for tails um, you know, just as a, like, I'm sorry, um, here, a, a small token, but he also bought two forties and, um, like shotgunned them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then just proceeded to be the absolute worst, uh, throughout the course of the night. Yeah. 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 And then he went to the, and then he went to the alley to throw up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So an all-around bad experience, or did anything good happen for him? He got crushed <laughs> by a giant anvil. Yeah. Um, D- depending then, on the mood, that could be a good thing. Um, <laughs> there was a whole group of characters from multiple realities all um, scared and disturbed by the creepy man. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which so, I yeah, think was actually... another ad read. <laughs> uh, it was, it was like, it was a Reaper report that sort of like continued into an ad read. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I wrote a bunch of fiction that like went along with this campaign, like just sort of like what's going on with the NPCs in the background, like, you know, happening contiguously with the campaign. Uh, so I wrote a Reaper report where, uh, you know, after that dinner, uh, fucking, um, you know, you know, uh, fucking M, Haru, and Tails were all kind of weirded out by the, the encounter that night. You know, it was just like, uh, who was that fucking guy? Why did he invite so many trans women out to dinner? Uh, why did he give Tails candy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't think we should, like, go back to our hotel rooms this night. We should, like, fucking sleep somewhere different. Um... So, uh, so, you know, uh, they all go, you know, to, uh, you know, to spend the night with one of Haru's friends, uh, Ray, also from App Monsters, and then just, like, also Sonic shows up, also Shadow shows up, also Garfield shows up, and they just kind of all have to be in a room together, and that was very fun for me to write. Yeah. (laughs) Garfield was invited. (laughs) But, she was, but, but she uh, she she didn't read the invitation very carefully. What did she think she was running into? Oh no! Um, oh no! I meant Garfield was invited to the dinner, and Garfield mm-hmm. uh, did not reply and blocked me instead. Yeah. <laughs> it was very funny because, like you know, uh, 
at some point Spike failed a roll, so I was like, okay, I get to do a hard cut at some point. I I get to do like uh, a move, you know, I get to do a hard move. So like while while Eggman was like being confronted with like this giant like monstrous tune construct like that he was getting his ass absolutely kicked by I was like all right here it is I'm using the hard cut that's uh that's you know been sort of hanging over your head like the sword of Damocles uh you're taking all this damage you're getting your ass kicked what happens now that I'm doing something even worse to you Emin Garfield block your number <laughs> yeah like, hey, I heard you're down. What if I um, dig it a little deeper? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I, I don't want to play interstitial with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm- laughs> no, it sounds oh, like a fun yes. time. To be honest, this sounds great. Um, Elvir, you have not seen the list of the Olympic events. I have Ooh, not. Yeah, let's fucking. It's in voice text. I will scroll to it now. I'm also hosting it in the host channel. Okay. Yeah, that's more uh, helpful. Normal. Yeah, this this is how I would describe um, Um, the Olympics. Um, Do do we want to, like, go around Robin uh, listing off these events for the audience? Because I love them all. Everyone should pick their favorite one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's all let's all pick let's all pick one. Um. There's there's multiple pages that. Oh my god. There's more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh. Uh, uh, here's a pretty solid one uh, that we didn't actually do in the campaign because, like. Uh, you know the thing i the thing i did in this campaign was like when i didn't like have story stuff that i wanted to happen i was just like okay here's a big list of like worlds you can go to and olympic events taking place there go nuts just like go do whatever you want just like get into a silly little competition and win a gold medal uh so one of the ones that like didn't end up uh you know happening in the campaign um would have taken place in dracula's Castle, and the event name is uh, 19th Century Medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Olympic 19th Century Medicine. I mean, which is a few entries below Werewolf Transformation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, dear. Very competitive uh, event, that one. Uh-huh. Um, one of my favorites uh, was in the Cyber Arena... Uh, and Cyber and, Arena from App Monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is entitled Experiencing Botherations. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, you you definitely would have met uh, Endlessly Suffering Old Man if you had gone to that event. Uh, Endlessly Suffering Old Man from App Monsters. Yeah, otherwise known as French Mr. Satan. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, of course. Uh, what what's uh what's catching your eye, Elvir? What do you look? What do you uh? Um. What do you want to call attention to? I I'm um I'm intrigued by competitive tickling because in in brackets between it you have <laughs> delayed due to ongoing investigations. <laughs> what happened there? 
<laughs> oh, oh, that's uh, that's based on a true story, actually. Oh no! Uh, oh no! There was like a documentary about it, which I do not know the name of. Uh, where like there was like this whole like competitive tickling league, and it got shut down because like it was kind, you know. It was it was like just a fetish. It was of just someone's fetish just that they en- fetish. that they engineered an entire sport around. Oh boy! I've watched. Um, I recently watched an an, an 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 anime that is like a magical girl parody, and it also had a tickling episode. And you just got to get through that because you you know mm-hmm, why they put mm-hmm. that in there. Yeah. Uh, someone really went for the bit and got away yeah. with it for a, a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the locations was in space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a- I think after after that horrible experience, um, Eggman entered into the event staring into the void. Yep. And I, I got gold. <laughs> got a gold medal. <laughs> he was the only participant in that event. Um, but he did very well. He did a lot of soul searching at that point. Um, (laughs) yeah pivotal moment for his character based on this extremely silly joke i did Mm -hmm. you know the fun thing about this is like a lot of these i was just like writing things down i did not know what the event would look like at all if you like decided to do it like one of the events is just go in a direction and see where you end up one of them is you really liked writing fishing mini games Yes. Yeah. The joke there is like, you know, this list kept like growing and expanding as the days went on. So one time I, you know, in, in an earlier version of the list, I accidentally put fishing mini games on there twice. So then I was like, fuck it. No, that's on purpose. Everywhere <laughs> needs to have yeah. fishing mini games. Um, you said no one else ever did staring into the void and that's false. <laughs> Starline did it on a later day. Yes, on a later day, and I walked in and interrupted his event. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so you're saying you Starline cheated, pre- and actually someone else could have gotten gold? No, <laughs> no. Um, but oh, or someone else could have broken the world record. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, Starline, you know, Starline could have uh could have gotten WR. Yeah. Um I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> he is who he Star- is. Starline is not very self-aware. No. Um God, I wish that were me. What Is there anything we we should talk about before we talk about um the hey, ride. Here, how late can you? G- I was <laughs> just about to say, um, do you guys oh, want me to drop out so you can keep going, or <laughs> do we do a second episode? Uh, I'd prefer if you stick around. Like, how late can you stay up? I don't want to keep you. I don't want to stay up too late, um, and I do have to get up at six thirty tomorrow. Oh yeah, uh, no, yeah. we 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 might keep going then. Yeah, I'm sorry. How how much longer do you want to talk? I want to talk about tales. Is uh-huh. I want to hear about and, that. And, might take a while. And, and I want to talk about the ride. 
Oh, yeah, if it's multiple things, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to jump out okay, and yeah. be smart and go to sleep. Uh, One more month, and then okay. I'm then I'm yeah. free. Well, ha right, have bye good bye. sleeps. Bye. Yeah, good night. Uh, so, 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 which ride do you mean? Well, that would of oh, course. The, oh no, I know which one. You yeah. Mean. So, um, just everything kind of aligned because a documentary was released mid campaign. Mm hmm. And it was about the Garfield Dark Ride. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um. Yeah, this was the uh, Defunct Land video on YouTube, I believe. Yeah, which then meant, um, one, that I think, like, one evening we actually just plain watched that. That was the day before the session. Yeah. And I was like, oh, great, fantastic. I've, I, you know, this answers a question I've been asking myself, which is, uh, where should I put Waluigi's layer in, uh -huh. in the, in, in, in the campaign? And the answer was that Cubot and Orbot, um, bought the defunct Garfield Dark Ride and put it in Eggman Land. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of like the whole story with Eggman Land is like, you know, after Eggman died, like, it couldn't keep up its operating costs of running in space, so it got relocated to Emerald Coast, uh, where, you know, if you remember Sonic Adventure 1, uh, Emerald Coast is, like, by a city which Eggman is responsible for destroying and <laughs> killing thousands of people. Also, there's another amusement park there. Also, there's another amusement park right across the street, so you can imagine how business was going. Uh-huh. So, so yeah, um, I mean, I kind of, it ends up being that I think the, the end of the documentary is, uh, wow, you guys did a lot of gay stuff on the, on the Garfield Dark Ride. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I made a joke in session, though I'm not sure if everyone, if anyone caught it, where, you know, uh, uh, you know, you had a group of NPCs together, like, going with you to confront Waluigi, mm -hmm. and Garfield was like, yes, I know these back rooms better than anyone. Yes! <laughs> yes, no, no, I caught that. Um, and not just because Garfield's name is on the ride, like, no, no. Garfield has fucked there. Oh, no, no, that, that was a thing in the campaign, was that Garfield fucked. Um, Garfield fucked. Gar Garfield fucked Yoshi uh, uh -huh. during the campaign. Um, Yo not I on screen, not on screen. <laughs> no, no, not on screen, but um, Yoshi requested Garfield's contact information and Azriel had to make a trade <laughs> mm -hmm. to put them into in contact with each other. Um yeah, no, like uh what was that scene? I think like, you know, Azriel was like offering to um put Yoshi in touch with a Roger Rabbit's union rep. And yeah. And like Eggman was like, oh, I've got the number, but then you rolled bad. So I was like, okay, what number do you give Yoshi instead? And it was Garfield's. And I was like, okay, no, they're definitely, they, they definitely fucking later. Yeah. Um, 
Yoshi also made out with the Xenomorph Queen. That's true. <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, what a funny campaign. Oh, yes, it was. We found Waluigi's lair. Uh, Waluigi was also kind of the the scary spider. The thing with... Okay, man, how much do I want to explain Waluigi? Okay, I'll really quickly go over Waluigi. So I wanted Waluigi to be like the show Minamimoto stand-in. So like, Minamimoto from the original World Ends With You, like he, he wants to take over the position of the composer, which is like a godlike being that like controls reality and like a very broad overarching sense like within the domain of their reapers game uh so he wanted to do that and you know to do it you know he wanted to get stronger he did a bunch of experiments with taboo noise which are like illegal noise that are way stronger than regular type so he sort of like combined his own soul with like taboo noise and became like like kind of funky and fucked up so my idea was um my idea that i had like in the first session is that uh waluigi uh combines himself with tune noise like essentially like taking the properties of you know tune characters from roger rabbit so like he used uh, he he sort of coerced Jessica Rabbit into performing a ritual which which would like convert a bunch of regular noise into tune noise like sort of using Jessica as a template so when Waluigi like absorbed the tune noise that's where he got the gazanga hongas from he sure did um so so we got Jessica Rabbit titties yeah so we we took out we took out Waluigi by took by taking him out, you know, you defeated him, but you decided not to kill him because Roger Rabbit wanted to be his kismasis. Yeah, but but someone was there with um with like uh invisibility cloak or something. Yeah, that um, was that was funny Dr. Starlight. Yeah, and, and and we took him out and um tied him up uh with steel cable. Mm-hmm. And then we went to hell. And then you went to hell. And, and, and we left him there. Or or I left him there. So one of the worlds you could go to to participate in Olympic events was Christian Hell, which is funny because this game is already taking place in, like, the afterlife mm-hmm. of, of this multiverse. So yeah, Christian Hell just also exists. Don't worry about it. And the three events there are, of course, Suffering, Guitar Hero 3 Boss Battle, and Fishing Mini Games. Yes. So, oh. This is funny. Yeah. I, I made a funny fucking game. Yeah. Um, also, um, I had won a Create Your OC um, Olympic event. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they all participated in Draw Your OC event in the Ewok Village. Which meant uh, I got the power of uh, Takato's Dark. That's so true. Uh, which I used to make an AU version of Bell. Um, instead of... Bell from the IDW comic. Yeah. Uh, instead of being Tinker's Bell, um, I went for the other fairy tale pun of Bell the Beast Tamer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she got put in charge of Eggman Land. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Having the f- most funnest first day on the job ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Being like, oh no, none of this is profitable. No. But, um, because we're also going with, uh, Twitter takeover canon, uh, Eggman is ridiculously rich, uh, so she was given access to the bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so problem solved, hopefully. Yep. Um, that, that was the heart link that I had skipped. Um, mm-hmm. and I guess when we're done, I'll, I'll toss, uh, pictures in show us your guys. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I want to talk a little bit about Blaze and Eugen, and then we can talk about Tales to, like, maybe cap it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blaze and Eugen, they're my favorite little guys. Like, I love them from, like, the respective pieces of media they're in. Like, I love Blaze the Cat. I love Osra Eugen. They're, they're like, fucking some top-tier guys from Sonic and Digimon. Uh, so, like, honestly, like, their relationship was, like, one of the first things in, like, in the sort of conceptual stages of this campaign that, like, really made me attached to this world. Because I was like, hmm, if I do, like, a World Ends With You thing, then who would be in it? Well, it's Sonic in the Olympics. I gotta have a Sonic character. Uh, and, you know, I'm fucking obsessed with Digimon, so I gotta have a Digimon character. And the thing with the Reapers is that um, uh, I wanted to use characters who had, like, died in their, in their you know, mm-hmm. respective pieces of media. So, like, my headcanon for Eugene, like, it's kind of ambiguous at the end of App Monsters, but, like, my reading is that he died and then got replaced by an identical copy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Blaze dies in Sonic 06, but then the timeline gets reset, and then there is just, like, a you know, alternate timeline version of Blaze. Uh, so they're, like, both characters who died and, like, got replaced by copies, essentially. And also, they're both characters who died, like, you know, like because of their, like, sort of inherent, like, fucking deep-level connection to, like, the big bad of the campaign. So, you know, you know, when they died in their respective universes, like, sort of Blaze, like, inherited the power of, um, of Iblis, and, like, got Iblis as, like, a psych that she could use. And then, you know, the same thing happened for Eugene and Leviathan. Like, you know, so, um... So, yeah, you know, they... They just kind of met in the underground, like, Blaze had been a Reaper for a few years, like, before Eugene showed up, and then, like, you know, they they got to know each other, like, realized they were in, like, very similar circumstances, and, you know, kind of, like, didn't have, like, anywhere to go, because, like, I don't know, can you, like, come back to life when there's, like, a different version of you, like, living the life you were supposed to have? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're just kind of, like, you know, both dealing with that angst and, like, you know, both being, like, well, I guess we'll just, like, sort of stay here in the underground and become Reapers and, like, 
yeah, that's that's kind of the position they're in and like why they bond so strongly as friends. And I, I really like that for them. I think it's nice. They They were very good together. Yeah, that was big part of why this reason, you know, the reason this world exists is because I wanted to put them in it, like, yeah. honestly. And then, you know, I had a bunch of ideas, you know, I had a bunch of very good ideas that, like, further, you know, got me invested in the campaign. But yeah, yeah that was, like, one of the really early ones that is just like, ooh, ooh, I need to make this happen. Mm -hmm. But before you talk about Tales, would, would you uh -huh. also just very briefly say what the deal was with obi-wan kenobi oh, obi-wan kenobi yeah let's talk about obi-wan so um he, so so obi-wan kenobi is one of my favorite uh star wars characters mm -hmm. and this is absolutely obi-wan kenobi but he is awful and i hate him uh-huh <laughs> Yeah. So my concept for Obi-Wan Kenobi for this campaign is like, I'm going to be real honest. I don't remember the prequels very well, but like, I, you know, I know that, you know, the fucking organization of the Jedi as a whole, like, kind of sucks shit on like a big structural level. Yes. Like, that, that's part of the kind point. Of like, they're kind of like Catholicism, you know, and then, you know, like, as far as I remember, like, Obi-Wan, you know, throughout the course of the series is never, like, anti-Jedi at any point. He's never like, oh, you know, this, this organization kind of sucks and it's kind of doing bad things to my buddy Anakin. He's just like, no, the Jedi are good. And actually, like, if you don't agree with their ways, then maybe I'll just, like, start cutting your arms and legs off, you know? Uh, so, you know, I'm kind of, like, taking that interpretation of Obi-Wan and then, like, also, like, making it a version of Obi-Wan who knows about, like, Star Wars as a brand and yes. is deeply committed to that. Like, hence the fucking god-awful Star Wars merch incorporated into his outfit, you mm -hmm. know? <laughs> so, this version of Obi-Wan, like... He's not, like, introduced as Obi-Wan at first. He is introduced as a player killer. Because, like, like the in-lore, you know, you know, the in-lore, like, explanation and sort of, like, reason for the Reaper's game existing is that, you know, it's sort of, like, it is kind of like a posthumous, like, sorting system for human souls. Like, you know most of the people who go through the reapers game are going to like get destroyed and like reduced to like psionic dust that sort of like gets like reincorporated into like the collective unconsciousness and then can like you know there there therefore be used to like form new souls and new psychic energy and like you know the reapers you know the people who survive the game and either become reapers or like come back to life are kind of like you know uh, you know, kind of the ones that, like, the system selects just, like, as, you know, like, you know, important or powerful or, like, you know, capable of, like, 
either like administrating things or like creating positive change, you know, and and sort of guiding humanity in like in like a positive direction. So like, you know, if you think about it, it's kind of a bad system. It, it you know, kind of a like shitty way to like have an afterlife is to like, you know, have it be like this meritocracy, but also like, you know, the the your 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 merit is like decided by kind of like these arbitrary games like written by you know created by powerful like godlike beings mm -hmm. so you know so but you know obi-wan we know we know him he doesn't question uh you know systems or structural violence in any way so he's just like great this aligns with my beliefs as a jedi uh when you die in the game you just like you know you become one with the force this is good this is positive and because of that i will fucking kill anyone who this system uh you know, deems me to kill. Mm-hmm. All, all praise the Olympics and its terrible benevolence. All tremble before its mercy. Yup. <laughs> Fucking true. I mean, you wrote that. I sure did. I sure wrote that. <laughs> that sure was the final ad read for the day. <sighs> so that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. He sucks. We like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does suck. He sucked so bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was a real bastard. Uh-huh. Fuck- Roger Rabbit killed him by making him trip and fall into lava. Yes, yes. Oh, let's- let's talk about Tails, then. Oh, let's yeah, let- let- let's fucking go. Let's get into this bullshit. So, you know, I said, uh, you know- I put Tails in my back pocket. I said, this is going to be drama later. I will use this to cause problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, in this campaign, Tails is a trans girl, just, like, because that's my headcanon, like, in my opinion, there's, like, a lot of textual support for that reading. Also, she just has, like, fucking girl vibes, you know. I look at Tails and I say gender. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, this is, like, you know, meant to take place, like, you know, after, you know, a few years after, like, canonical Sonic events, like, in, you know, in my interpretation, like, Tails is, like, an older teenager at this point, like, probably in, like, 17 to 19 range. Um, oh, like, like, I actually thought she was, like, even a few years older than that. Yeah, I didn't really super specify yeah. anyone's age. I'm just like, yeah, this is kind of like the general ra general range I'm like thinking of. Mm -hmm. Um uh so the thing about Tails is that uh she fucking killed Eggman and Eggman doesn't know it. <laughs> mhm. Mm Spike said that Eggman like died like, you know, during the events of the Sonic of Sonic Colors. Like basically what happens between Sonic and Tails was like Hey, this man just like colonized an entire colonized and enslaved an entire like sentient alien race. Like he's done some bad shit before, but like this kind of crosses a line. Do we need to end this man? Do we need to fucking kill him, dad? <laughs> And so that's what they did. Uh, you know, like Sonic like did the boss fight and like crashed Eggman's mech, but uh, Tails was the one who sabotaged his uh, his escape mechanism so that you mm -hmm. know the the fucking fight would end him. Yeah, the 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 original 
the original intent was that Eggman was just too depressed to bother ejecting, but mm-hmm. this was suicide such... by suicide by Sonic. Yeah, yeah, like like. Oh God, this means Sonic's a cop. <laughs> no, he's not. I mean, sort of in this context. He's a vigilante. Oh. Uh, <laughs> So th- this version, though, with, with Tails is so much better narratively. So mm-hmm. so that's definitely what happened. Um, but, I mean, it's possible for both to be true. Uh, um, I don't want to take that away from Tails, though. Um, but, but, I mean, fair. But the funny thing is, upon learning this, Eggman is just cool with it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I get it. And the thing about Tails, she's incredibly guilty about it. She does not like that she committed a murder. Mm-hmm. And, like, part of the thing that was, like, motivating her to, like, fucking fucking actually kill a guy is that, you know, we talked about, like, the various links in, uh, uh, in interstitial and uh like one of the links is heart links whereas like you see aspects of yourself in someone else and Mm -hmm. like having that reflected like you know causes you to have like greater self-knowledge uh tails has a heart link with eggman because like they're both like the fucking 300 iq engineers except that tails is not okay with that because eggman is the worst guy on the planet so like you know she has kind of this like you know, you know, she, you know, sees this like difference in herself that is like that she does not see reflected anywhere else in the world except in this one fucking bastard man who, uh, who Rude. everyone hates. And she is like, damn, like if I hadn't like ever become friends with Sonic, is like this the way I could have turned out? Like, so, you know, she is like more like. She definitely, like, wants for there to be redemption for Eggman. And, like, over all of their, you know, through all of their adventures, she like, okay, is is this old man finally gonna learn a lesson? Is he finally, like, gonna fucking stop being such a shit and, like, you know, take responsibility for his actions and, like, actually have, like, a modicum of, like, self-awareness and, you know, growth? And he keeps not doing it. He keeps just getting worse, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, so he's, he, you know, he had that, like, one little moment, and she was like, oh, maybe this time, where, like, Eggman didn't betray them, like, during Sonic Lost World. And then Eggman, like, came back and is worse than ever. So she's like, all right, all right, all right, I've had enough of this. I am so fucking tired of being emotionally invested in this shithead. I mean, the the answer to that question does end up being yes. Yeah, he he eventually it 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 takes fucking dying, but he does he does learn of it a lesson eventually. He, yeah, you know. Yeah, do you want to talk like yeah? Do you want to talk about that a little like where Eggman was at like towards the end of the campaign? Okay, so so at the end of the campaign, just very briefly, plot wise. We we make it to the final boss, um, and we have no chance. Like we mm-hmm. we all die. Yeah. So it turns out like the reason why Mario is being such an imperialist bastard and 
you know, just like, you know, just like plowing over all these worlds to make more Olympic events is because he is being possessed by the composer, the godlike being that, uh, that mm-hmm. Waluigi wants to overthrow, who is Wario. And Wario is controlling Mario with his, uh, evil mind control hat, Wappy. <laughs> I'm funny. I'm fucking funny. I wrote some silly stuff. Yeah, I I lose it at Wappy every time. <laughs> um so yeah, that that happened. Um but good news, we have Asriel on our team. There's a time loop. Yeah, Asriel uh fucking, you know, so uh Wario wipes the party and then like Asriel has like a fucking you know, his own, like, moment of, like, character growth and self-realization where he meets, uh, Flowey and Hanyu in, like, this fucking liminal, like, interdimensional space mm-hmm. where his soul has been pulled together. Um, uh, and then, you know, they, like, fucking, you know, talk- you- I, I want to have Dan to- on yes. to, like, properly get into this scene but like hanyu from higurashi is there and like tells him to believe in himself and tells him that like you know he's up against impossible odds but you know if he gets everyone you know together you know if he gets if he gets like literally every a character in the campaign to like you know believe in each other and believe in the possibility of a miracle then they can defeat wario the composer yeah um so so we redo the final day of the Olympics. Um mm-hmm. we- Asriel is the only one with uh, any memory of the previous loop. Yes. Um we we gather everyone, all all the reapers, all the um all the various competitors, all the all the friends. Um we we gather them all on um the partially reconstructed death egg below of uh, uh eggman land mm-hmm. uh as you do uh which i really only mentioned because one of my favorite scenes was while actual plot was going on eggman was running around frantically in the background um constantly disabling traps because uh-huh. um like it kept like the automated defense systems kept on trying to target everyone there, especially Sonic. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, I remember at some point, like Sonic and Eggman were sassing each other, and Sonic <laughs> was like, "Yeah, fine, leave them on. You think that shit can hit me?" I mean, he still continued trying to make trying to make sure no one got hurt, though. So mm. I mean, there was some growth there, but when we redid the final battle. Um, it, I immediately spent it, but I did make a heart link with Wario, Mm -hmm. which was the role ultimately to decide whether or not Eggman had achieved personal growth. Uh, we love leaving it up to random chance. I mean, so my character build was all about making connections with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like... It didn't go super well. <laughs> at first, at least. Um, I mean, I think it actually did. Yeah. Um, I mean... 
I mean, I have a lot of locked links. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, so had a heart link, which meant that he recognized himself in Wario and what he was doing. And so, yeah, the, the end result was, yes, he, he had achieved, uh, that personal growth. Uh, if he hadn't and we won, um, he actually had the same plan as Dr. Starline, which was to take over as you were allowed to do. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I guess, uh, for Eggman at least, um, he basically re- retired. Mm-hmm. Um, he retired and had friends. We like that for him. And, you know, what, you know, uh, Tails' sort of epilogue um, is that, you know, she kind of decided, like, you know, I really have been investing too much emotional energy in this shitty old man. Maybe I'll, like, try, you know, experiencing some different worlds and, like, maybe, maybe, like, fucking expanding my horizons and meeting, you know, new people. So she went to go hang out with a different shitty old man? (laughs) This is a fun shitty man, though. (laughs) He's a very yelly fun shitty old man. (laughs) So Tails went to the app monster's world, uh, to build robots with, uh, with Haru and his grandpa. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and she became roommates with, uh, with Ray App Monsters. Mm-hmm. Which is very funny. I do like to imagine them as roommates. That that would be silly and fun. Oh, boy. Ray hanging out with someone else that's a better hacker than him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man... I don't know. Yeah, I think that's about uh, all I have to say, aside yeah. from, uh, man, some of my favorite scenes were, like, the fucking emotional confrontations between Tails and Eggman. Those yes. got a lot. Those were, for a very silly campaign, those, like, those got very heavy. Yes, they did. Also, um, also, like, I ended the campaign being like, I cannot play this character again. Uh-huh. It it put me in a bad mental space. <laughs> you know, sometimes a t- tabletop game will do that to you. Yeah, yeah, just like a very manic asshole. Um yeah, let's not do that again. <laughs> I I I hope you enjoyed your time regardless. Oh, I absolutely did. Uh absolutely good, good. excellent. Um uh a plus plus hell yeah thank you so much i'm so glad you had a a good time and that like the campaign went as well as it did Mm -hmm. like you know i've been praising myself a lot for like all the funny bullshit i said but you know it wouldn't have been like it wouldn't have been like half the campaign it were if like you and the rest of the players weren't like making like you know such strong character decisions and like you know having you know such good chemistry with 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 everyone yeah like like I'm going to say Roger Rabbit was the main character of the campaign. I think Eggman was the main character, but what Roger Rabbit was fucking unforgettable. Mm-hmm. 
Eggman had the most character growth, but like Roger yes. Rabbit was 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 kind of like the uh was kind of like the uh the 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 de facto leader of the party. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I would necessarily position him as like the leader of the party, but yeah. like definitely like the charismatic face, you know. Yes, also the one that could always have a plan and a direction to mm-hmm. go. Eggman was just me being, oh, what can I do to suck more? Ah, <laughs> uh, we we do love a shitty guy. Though. I I mean, it's like how can I engage in self-destructive behavior? So, mm-hmm. so yes, he, he definitely had the most character growth. But I think of all of us, he also had the least amount to do with the actual plot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the plot wasn't the most important thing, honestly. Like, you know, it was there, but like... You know, also, like, just, like, the little shitty one-off, like, extremely insignificant, like, you know, scenes were, like, a big part of it and, like, a big part of the fun. And, like, you know, honestly, like, as or, you know, equally or more important than, like, the actual plot stuff, you know? I mean, very important that, uh, that that you get to play a game of Tin Pin Slammer with (laughs) BB-8. Yes. <laughs> who, who uh, yeah, we we decided that Eggman was a super fan of Star Wars, but he had... O- Which is canon. Yeah, but he had only seen the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know who the fuck BB-8 is. Yeah, so, yeah, no idea that that was a Star Wars character. Mm-hmm. God, BB-8 was, like, what, part of Gwendolyn's team? <laughs> I don't know, um... I Yeah, I think I think BB-8 was with Gwendolyn and Gigan from, uh, from Ranking of Kings. Yeah, let's see, um... Maximilian Pegasus was with, um... Uh, Kirby and Master Chief. Yeah, Kirby and Master Chief. Um, every time I put uh, him in my notes, I refer to him as Maxi Pegs. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, the main thing I remember though was giving uh, Gwendolyn a Mac. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I, I was true. I was very proud of uh, giving Gwendolyn a Mac. Because Gwendolyn Mouse Guard is still a little mouse, I did not scale her up at all to interact with the rest of no. the characters. <laughs> um. And me, me as me as player, um, thought of her as probably the character that was the second biggest threat at that uh, multi-way brawl. Oh, certainly. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah that that was that was a heck of a campaign. Um. It sure was. Also, I think it lasted like twice as long as you intended. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I I originally was wanted it to be like seven, you know, seven sessions, one for each day. But then like by day two, it kind of became apparent that uh that we would need more time for it. So, you know, then I was like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll double the length, length of each day, extend it out to uh to 12 sessions. And then I was like, ooh, what if we did time loop on the last day? Mm-hmm. What if we made it 14? So it became, you know, it went from seven to 14. It doubled in lead yeah any anything else before we wrap up yeah i think that's about all i want to say i could definitely go more into like um uh, yeah boy there's so much to say about this campaign but you know yeah. i want to save some stuff yes. for when i have uh dan and Patrick. oh it, like, it, i could it's... i definitely want to get more into nefarapito i want to get more into like hanyu and like the stuff going on with asriel yeah um like speaking of dan like i mentioned i felt like roger rabbit was the main character but mm-hmm. dan's asriel and frisk were also excellent Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, very, like, just so many, like, good choices, like, all around on the player's part. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think, I think we can, uh, can leave it on that. Yes. Uh. So, so my, my contact info is very short and easy. Um, hey, I just got, um, I just got my new discord account because that's a thing they're doing so i have the new style discord account so uh my discord account is uh now xenuvar hell yeah um with the display name of spike um although currently in the server i am 300 iq with a body to match (laughs) great (laughs) Particularly because we were we were recording this today. <laughs> Great, yeah, I like it because that is the first thing that I said uh, in the campaign when I introduced mm-hmm. myself to Asriel. Uh yeah. So, um, boy, boy. Now you know. Now that we've hit the end, I've like expended all my energy. Now I'm suddenly become sleepy. Um. <laughs> Also, I turned the air conditioning off for some damn reason. Oh, no. Maybe I thought it would make my audio quality better. Yeah. (laughs) Bad decision, Emery. Yeah. um, So this is uh, check out this guy. Like, I I know you still need to do your your uh, (laughs) contact stuff, but this is check out this guy. Uh, We have a cool discord. Uh, you should join it. We have gotten a lot of people to join it uh, recently. Yeah. Um, Shout out to everyone. I'm so excited that uh, that that so many people seem interested. Yeah, we have a place to show us your guys. We have a place for if you're an, an artist, you can give your commission info. Uh, we have the Black Tailmon Postal Service uh, where you can write things in for the show. So like, if you want, want us to tell if you have questions about something or if you just want to tell us about a guy briefly and have us discuss them, uh, that's an option there. Um, and the podcast is part of, uh, the noise space network. That's noise Z because the owner is Canadian. Uh, and there's a lot of cool podcasts on there. 
Absolutely. So many good podcasts. We also have a uh, co-host account and a Tumblr account. Both of those are check out this guy, spelled like you would expect. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so I'm Emery. You can find me on the podcast We Rate Queerbait, where we talk about a bunch of silly media properties that should have been uh, canonically gay, but are not. And sometimes Uh, ones that are. Yeah, I'm not going to let that go. <laughs> there are it's there are bit. straight people there are straight people who watch app monsters and say no, I don't think so. Um they're I, wrong, but you know, they they're still able to say that, which means that fundamentally it is queer bait. Um I'm pretty sure like if I was a teenager and watched it, uh it would have completely gone over my head. <laughs> So, so you are correct there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, let's see what else. I'm on for affinity with the username Space Robot. I'm fucking. I take commissions. If you want artwork of your little guy, hit me up. I'm on Discord. I've got an email address: spacerobotart at gmail dot com. I'll draw your fucking guys for you. What else could mm-hmm. you possibly want? Look, look, and. I'm going to be sending you the money because today on this show, um, I guess I commissioned you. (laughs) Man, fucking refresh me. My memory is so bad right now. I've just been thinking about interstitial. Oh, um, I mean, you're gonna, it's like, you're gonna have to do a slutty zener now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Great. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure. You hadn't specified uh, which character you wanted done slutty. Um, you know, I had assumed Xenu, but, you know, it's nice to get confirmation. Yeah, I mean, the others, I feel like it would be inappropriate for some of them. Hmm. Because, like, that is not how they act he- or would not something that they would do. Probably, yeah, so. slutty Eggman. Slutty Eggman might be a bit challenging. Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> um, I did have some banger uh, Eggman outfits, w- which I will post though. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. With my limited talent. Uh, yeah. Also, like as Elvier said, slutty doesn't always equate to sexual. Correct. You can you can you can be slutty and never fuck. I like mm-hmm. I like to be slutty and never fuck. That's good for me. That's a solid gender. Sure is. Uh so um what else? I'm on an upcoming audio drama podcast. Details will be forthcoming. I am fucking bursting at the seams to 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 tell you about this shit it's uh it's very exciting a lot of very cool people involved with it um and yeah i'm excited about the character i play so uh keep an eye out for that um and i think that about does it uh once again we're confronted with the motherfucking outro of this podcast Um, Uh, until next time fuck the olympics for real this campaign is all about how bad the olympics suck yeah um yeah that they're not good um i mean 
This entire podcast has been well cool OCs, but the thing that the Gundam is shooting over our heads is fuck the Olympic. Yeah, um, actually, let, let me let me read read this out uh, here real mm-hmm. quick. The Olympics. Uh, are you going to read? The Olympics is not merciful. The Olympics has no patience for those judged unworthy. If you stand in defiance of the Olympics ideals, you will be devoured. <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> I wrote that shit. You sure did. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>